If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to episode 55 of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast, and this officially marks the one year since I started. I launched it April 4th of 2020, and what started as something to try out with all the extra time during quarantine has turned into probably one of my favorite things that I do. Just all of the people that I've been able to connect with all over the world, I get so floored seeing people listening um, in Africa and Australia, Europe, Asia, all of these different countries, and then all of the amazing guests that I've been able to have on this show and be able to talk to and get to know and and I've learned so much from these guests and have be, you know made some dear friends out of it. So I just I did not expect to love podcasting so much and so I want to thank all of you whether this is the first time you're listening to my show or you're a regular. I appreciate the support and the reviews and and sharing it so so much. So without further ado, I want to hop right into today's topic. And if you, you know, you've already clicked on this, so you know the episode title, but this is a different episode for me, for sure. I typically focus on people who are in the midst of going through breakups, but I've gotten, I've gotten a few requests to do an episode like this. And, and I'm going to tell you the reason why I think that even if you're going through a breakup, you should listen to this episode. So I think a lot of what I'm going to say is probably going to surprise you a little bit. I get a lot of messages from people complaining uh, about stuff that their ex is doing or how their ex handled the breakup, and I can see why people are complaining about it, but in reality, um, I actually agree with the ex. So I'll give you an example. I've, I've heard from people that they think it's really cruel that their ex hasn't reached out to them or hasn't reached out to wish them happy birthday or um, if, you know, if like a family member passes, you don't hear from your ex like 
you think it's cruel. But you'll hear me say in this episode that I, I don't believe if, if you're breaking up with someone, I don't think you should initiate contact with them. And, and I'll explain why. So I think you'll get to hear a different side to breakups by listening to this. And obviously, if you're someone who needs to break up with someone, you are in the right place because I will, I'm going to talk through kind of the pre-breakup, the actual breakup, and then and then what to do afterwards. So let's hop right in. And one thing I've been talking about on my page a lot is, is this idea that it's not easy to, to break up with someone. And I even remember um, in my early sobriety, so this was, you know, eight years ago, I, w- I was with someone and I knew I needed to end it. And I was so afraid to that my solution in my head, and thank God I didn't go through with this, but my solution was to relapse and, and start drinking again. Because to me, which is crazy, it seemed, that seemed like the easier way out. And I, you know, just before this, I interviewed someone about cheating and it's it's actually surprisingly common for people to um, cheat to end the relationship because they don't know how to have this conversation of ending a relationship. So they'd rather just throw a grenade into it. So I want to give you, you know, credit for listening to this and and learning how to do it in a in a civil and and as graceful way as possible and at the end of the day what you have to know is there's no way to do this without hurting the other person's feelings so that's not the goal you're not trying to protect their feelings you're just trying to do this in the most mature way possible so let's get into like the pre breakup so obviously if you are listening to this um you've gotten to a place where you know you should probably break up with with your partner. And what I will say is once you've made up your mind, don't wait too long. Like don't drag it out. You know in your gut if it's the right decision. And I know breaking up with someone is really hard to do. But what I tell people is At the end of the day, if you're staying with someone that you know you're not supposed to be with, you're doing not only you a disservice because you're in a relationship you're not happy in, but you're also doing the other person a disservice because you're not giving the other person the opportunity to meet someone that they are meant to be with. So it's almost like you're holding them hostage and you're not releasing them and giving them the freedom to find the person that that is happy with them. So, So you're hurting both people in the long run. So make sure you keep that in mind. The other thing is to to be aware of, um, I find what happens when people wait too long to end the relationship is they start giving off signs. Um, and those signs cause a lot of anxiety in the other person. So whether that's like you stop wanting to be intimate with them, you put up this wall, you just start detaching from the relationship, that stuff doesn't go unnoticed. So you're going to cause anxiety in the other person. Um, so just just be aware that don't stay to the point where you start detaching and start really worrying the other the other person. And not because I think you need to like keep the other person protected until you end it, but just don't just don't play around with their emotions unnecessarily. And then another thing that I feel like should be should be pretty common sense, but don't do the like text in the morning of can we talk later and 
not be able to talk to them at night because as I'm sure we've all experienced when you get that kind of message, whether it be from a partner or a boss, you spiral the entire day. So we definitely want to try to avoid that. The next thing in terms of like the pre-breakup work is write out what you want to say. And I don't recommend you read anyone a letter, and I definitely don't recommend that you do this over text. However, it's really good to have your thoughts organized because what happens a lot of the time is you start this conversation, you start saying that the other person is getting upset, so you kind of start changing what you wanted to say to try to shield them. And then at the end of the day, it's very wishy-washy and it's not clear and it leaves both, both people hurt and confused. So I highly recommend that you write out exactly what you want to say. At least you have your thoughts organized. And this is going to sound cheesy, but practice on someone. I've I've practiced breaking up with my mom. I have practiced breaking up with my best friend. Uh, it helps. It really helps. I'm and I know it's it feels weird, but it it really helps. So definitely do that. Um. And then the next thing to keep in mind is stick stick to your feelings. Don't jump into a blame game of, of the other person. So I know that when you're breaking up, you're trying to avoid being like the quote unquote bad guy, but unfortunately that's the role that you've that you've stepped into. And so your instinct will likely be to try to make the other person the bad guy because you don't like feeling like that, but um, but you got to stick to I statements. So for example, I'm not feeling that this is the right relationship for me. Um, I don't feel like – I don't feel the chemistry. I don't feel like we're clicking. Um, don't go like you, you know, haven't done this enough for me. Um, you just aren't the right person for me. Just stick to I. Um, it's really hard to argue with someone else's experience. So the the most graceful time that I've ever gotten broken up with is um, when my now husband broke up with me six years ago. As as sad as I was and as upset as I was, I, I couldn't argue with his experience because he said, I just don't know if I ever want to get married and I don't want to take you along for this ride. Um, and as upset as I was, it was his truth, and I, I couldn't argue with it. So that's why I, I really recommend that you stick to the eyes because there's, you know, and you need to give the other person like kind of a platform to, to say what they need to say, um, but you want to try to get out of like the arguing and the bargaining and, and all of that. Um, Probably the biggest point when it comes to like actually breaking up with someone is do not give false hope. Do not give false hope. I know when you're feeling like the bad guy, you want to do everything in your power to soften the blow. So that's why you throw out concessions of oh, just not right now, Uh, maybe in the future. The problem is when a conversation 
is as like traumatic as a breakup, the person you're breaking up with is going to replay this conversation many, many times, many, many times in their head. So if you say, this just isn't working for me right now, but maybe in the future it will, that sentence, they are going to hang on to it for dear life. They are going to hang on to that. And and again, if I'm going back to like this concept of you're releasing the other person to move on, you need to release them. You need to fully release them. And so by by telling them not right now, just so you feel a little bit better and you don't feel like such a bad person, um, it's not it's not the right thing to do. Um, and again, you're not going to give them, you're kind of, you're taking away their ability to fully move on. And while at the end of the day, it comes down to the person's decision, just, just please don't do that even. And you know, what's so funny is, you know, my husband and I talk now, um, and he, he said when he broke up with me, he had it in his mind of maybe someday it would work. Um, and I told him, I said, thank you so much for not telling me that because I, I would have grabbed onto that um, like it was a lifeboat, you know? Um, so even if you think maybe you want to be with them again, please don't say it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And then this also goes for offering to be friends. It's it's the same logic. You're trying to be the good person. Or maybe... Or maybe you just like really, you know, maybe you just really enjoy their company and their companionship and you'd like to keep them around. Um, don't do it. Don't do it because they they don't want to lose you completely. And so they'll pretty much do anything they can to not. Um, and that means that they'll likely sacrifice their own feelings in order to make a friendship work so they can, can they can maintain some kind of connection to you. So don't give false hope and do not offer a friendship. Okay. So when it when you're having this actual conversation, this sounds weird, but you're like you're most likely going to have to be the one that actually like walks away. So what do I mean by this? If you are sitting with this person, you just told them they're upset. Maybe you're both crying. Um, 
you're wanting, you love this person still, so you're wanting to like hug them and console them and, um, and then there becomes this point where it, it's time to like actually walk away um, and for one of you to leave. So I know this sounds cruel, but it's not. The best thing you can do for them is to say like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step away now, and you you know give them one more hug, and then you step and then you step back, um, because what's gonna happen is as you're holding them and as you're both emotional, feelings are gonna come up, and you might start kind of forgetting why you wanted to break up with them, and you're still gonna feel that chemistry and that intimacy, and it just makes things really confusing. Um, And, you know, I've heard of many instances of couples staying together for like multiple days where they're just like crying and holding each other and probably sleeping together and reminiscing and saying, oh, remember this time and all this stuff. And oh my gosh, does that make it just so confusing? And it makes it, it just drags the break. I mean, it's like taking off a giant Band-Aid millimeter by, by millimeter Um, You need to do everything in your power to help make it like a quick, not painless, but quick and like as painless as possible kind of a process. So, you know, you allow them to say their piece. You give them a hug. um, You know, maybe work out any like logistical stuff that needs to be worked out and then then it's time to step away. And you're going to allow – the person you just broke up with to call in their support system because at the end of the day, like you can't be that support system to them anymore. They need to start adjusting to life without you. So you need to give them a chance to call their friends, um, call who they need to to call and have them start dealing with, with this breakup. So again, I know that sounds harsh, but I promise you it's not. Okay. So the last two things, um, the biggest thing is after the breakup is to give them space. Um, Don't call them. Don't text them. I know you're going to want to like check in on them and stuff, but um, it's not the right thing to do because, again, they are going through this bargaining process of trying to, you know, find any way to like reverse what just happened. So if they get a text from you asking how they're doing, they're going to think, oh, they're thinking about me, maybe they made a mistake, all this stuff. So just give them space. If they reach out to you, um, you can you can set a boundary and just say like, you know, I still care about you, but like for both of our sakes, we need space and and set that and and continue. I think there's a burden that falls on the person that's doing the breakup for no contact as well. And then when it comes to social media, I would also definitely recommend that you like unfollow them, unfriend them. Um, I've had so many people say like, I wish my ex would just block me so that way I don't have to look. Um, And again, like I know a lot of this stuff seems cruel, but but it's, it's not. It's really not. Like the best thing any of my exes did was give me space. Because I didn't have to go through this. I was already going through so much, but I didn't have to go through like 
well, what does this mean? What does that mean? It was just like I was just given the space to mourn and cry and have to go through the pain of that. Um, and then the last thing is like any logistical things, like if they left any stuff at your place or you need to get stuff, um, the best thing that you can do is get in contact with one of their friends and and coordinate that way and just say like, hey, I know, you know, um, I have a lot of Kendra's stuff. Can I please drop it off with you? Um, I don't, I don't want to make things things weird in that way. So I think that completes my my step-by-step tips on on how to end a relationship. I will put a caveat in this and say, obviously, if you are um, breaking up with the uh, parent of your children, there's some added things in there. So I would recommend um, that you listen to episode 33 on co-parenting and get some insight that way. Um, But I think the moral of the story here is don't leave room for ambiguity. Don't leave loopholes um, just because you're trying to appear like the nicer person. Um, and I know this sounds weird, but like kind of own the fact that that you're going to temporarily be the bad guy, but know that um, eventually – both of you will feel really grateful that this happened because, again, you're releasing this person to find their right person. Um, So you're actually doing both of you guys um, a good service. So that concludes another episode. Um, Stay tuned next week for another awesome guest. And again, thank you guys for a year of Heal Your Heartbreak. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.